0: welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Deetra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. Today, I am sipping on a Trader Joe's sparkling watermelon juice. It is delicious. I know, I know. I've been super lazy making drinks and, you know, I don't know, as it gets colder, we'll see what kind of creative endeavors I pursue. I tend to, like, nest in when it gets really cold. I don't like to leave the house, so I'll probably be really creative and making all kinds of like hot drinks, so fingers crossed. I'm I'm predicting (laughs) there's going to be a turn of the tides, and there will be a lot of exciting drinks that I'll be sharing with you guys, but up until that point, we should be enjoying the boring drinks that I drink, which I don't really think the Trader Joe's drink is boring, which I'm not doing a commercial for Trader Joe's, but I'm just saying it's really good, the sparkling watermelon juice. And if you wanted to be creative, I suppose you could, you know, mix a little something something in it <laughs> make it more enjoyable. But I didn't. So there you go. <laughs> um, so there is a lot of news happening in the world today, at least News that I care about, so I I want to talk about it. So we're gonna do the Fictionary News Update. All right. So the first thing that we're talking about is Puerto Rico. Okay. Um, they have experienced devastating damages yet again from Hurricane Fiona. I'm praying for my family there and for the entire island. It's been five years since Maria, and you know Puerto Rico hasn't fully recovered from that catastrophe. It's just it's It's sad, and it's just, it's frustrating, and I know that people that live there have to just be feeling, you know, overwhelmed by what's happening. But I've talked to some of my family members, and everybody is keeping a really positive outlook. You know, they have made it through these situations in the past, and they will continue to fight and make it through. I'm believing that, you know, there's going to be a turnaround and situation there is going to improve quickly. In the meantime, please be on the lookout for ways that you can help. You know, there's no power there right now. The water is, is not good. So those are things that they're going to need. And hopefully we can figure out ways that we can help. Um, I know I'm going to be looking for ways that I can help. The second thing that I want to talk about is Adnan Saeed. Um, he has been released after 23 years in prison. The judge ruled to vacate the conviction for the murder of Haman Lee. And it's crazy. Adnan's case first came to like widespread attention due to the podcast Serial. And um, Serial for those who don't know, is actually one of the first podcasts that I ever listened to. And it really, it kind of sucked me into the world of podcasting, first of all. And it gave me a great appreciation for what a podcast can do what they can accomplish and then now like all these years later it's amazing to see that the work that they started on Serial has now led to this conviction being vacated overturned it's amazing so my hopes are that Adnan is truly innocent and that he will be able to live as a free man and that for him and Lee's family, that they will be able to find peace in this situation um, and that they will bring, that the work will happen to bring the actual murderer or murderers to justice. I can't imagine how this must feel for them. It has to be a very traumatizing and reopening that wound and they've been fighting against this for some time. But at the end of the day, if Adnan is innocent, that means that the guilty party or parties are still walking the streets and that's not right. So I, I hope that we will see um, justice for for the Lee family, for Haman and uh, for Adnan It definitely, this was one of those stories that caught me. Me and my friend have been texting about it, like, all day. She was way more into it than I was, uh, just as far as, like, keeping up with everything. But I remember when I first, uh, listened to Serial, I was just so invested. I joined, like, Facebook groups and (laughs) all this stuff, like, free ad non, and I was 100% behind it. But then I also had questions in my mind because you know, it's a podcast. There's limitations, um, to the information that's provided. And I just wondered, like, I don't know, I guess in my head at that point, I still had some kind of faith in the system. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) the other, uh, news, um, it's on a less interesting note to me anyway. It was Queen Elizabeth's funeral today. And, you know, there's just so many complicated feelings around the world toward her. I know, For me, I went to England a couple years ago, and I got to actually see her. It was like a um, jubilee birthday celebration, and I got to see the queen, um, and it was exciting. I got to see like the whole royal family, but I don't know. At the end of the day, we can't deny what she oversaw throughout her reign, which includes colonization, mass murder, cover-ups, her treatment of Princess Diana— Okay. And just so much more. She's been a figure in our culture for so long. And for most of us, we only remember her as like this cute little lady, like she's grandma vibes, right? She is a grandma or was a grandmother. And I think it's easy, like with old older people, we tend to like infantilize them or they become these cutesy creatures, but they are grown-ass people who have lived full lives and have done both good and bad things. And uh, we tend to kind of forget about that because they are not as strong as they once were, maybe, or as uh, with it as they once were. And so, I don't know. The fact of the matter is that is not the whole of nor the truth of who or what they were, and particularly uh, Queen Elizabeth, of who she was. She wasn't just a little lady. Um, she was... Queen that ruled over some really messed up crap. So, I don't know. There's a lot of people celebrating her death. I'm not celebrating it, but I'm also not crying about it. I guess that's my feelings. A little ambivalent. Also, when I think too hard about it, it's just kind of gross. Like, ugh. Just abolish the royal family. How about that? Let's get rid of it. Who needs a royal family at this point in time? And anyway, so. This has been your daily news brought to you by Fictionary. I right, hope you guys enjoyed my little foray into uh, trying to take over for your local news broadcasting. I don't know. Well, but all right. So this weekend I went to go see The Woman King. And if I didn't have a jacked up knee right now, I guarantee you that I would be running around trying to kick the crap out of the patriarchy okay I loved this movie I don't know it was just it was amazing to see beautiful black women kicking ass like I don't know while watching the previews in the movie and then watching the movie I was just so happy because there are so many movies and stories coming out now based around history that was previously whitewashed or or erased. And so it just makes me happy that we're getting to see the truth of these stories and learn about things that, you know, we didn't get to learn about and that these kids now, these generations and future generations are going to get a more full picture of history a clearer understanding of history although there are people that are trying to fight that you know we're not even gonna get into that because i'm just gonna get mad and go on a whole tangent but it's out there and hopefully this will um be the impact we need speaking of that you know the little mermaid i'm so excited i don't know if i talked about this last episode or not but i really like am very excited to see Halle Bailey play The Little Marine, but back to The Woman King. Alright, um, so another thing that really hit me uh, when I was watching this movie was the character Malik, and um, not just because he had these long flowing locks and was sexy as hell, oh, Lord, let's take a minute just for Malik and his hair. It was gorgeous. <laughs> so... Not because of that, but because I could actually relate to him. So he, his character, he was half Portuguese and half Dahomey. And I could relate to the struggle of not quite feeling like you fit in either place on either side of your heritage, right? Because, like, I'm half Black, I'm half Puerto Rican. And so it's like sometimes I feel like I'm not enough of either one. But... There was this scene in the movie, which I don't think this is a spoiler, but he has a meeting with the king, who is played by a fine as hell John Boyega. Okay, and you know he was rocking a soft-looking little fro that just like was like, "Touch me, touch me." It actually kind of reminded me of. <laughs> I see you so glow, right? watch it and then tell me it doesn't. It kind of just gave me, like, those kind of throwbacks, but anyway, if you if you picked up on that reference, then, you know, we're, we could kick it. Um, so anyway, back to John Boyega. So there's this scene where the king, played by John Boyega, tells him, the character of Malik, that Dahomey is his home, and I it just, like, it made me tear up. I've always wanted to go to Africa, but... It's, you know, one of those complicated feelings, I think, that African Americans have toward Africa. Like, I don't want to go and feel like an unwanted guest. Like, we already feel unwanted in America. And then to go to the soil that birthed us and then feel like we're not welcome there either would just be, like, heartbreaking, I guess. I want to go and be able to visit the villages that my family Uh, came from and be able to touch that soil that birthed us it would be nice to go and be welcomed home so i don't know like that whole scene i just thought it was it really like struck a chord for me because he was like Nah, man that's your home too and i I loved that um (laughs) so anyway beyond my personal musings i 100 percent recommend this movie there's so much strength and so much beauty in the film the acting is amazing the fight scenes chef's kiss they're so like I just wanted to fight like the whole time I was watching and I'm not I mean actually I'm not gonna lie I wanted to fight but I (laughs) when I was watching I was like I would probably be one (laughs) I would want to be in the harem (laughs) I would want to be one of the the king's concubines I wouldn't want to be one of the warriors (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> they had really great makeup and accessories um so yeah that's those were where my priorities lie I mean I'll fight if I have to but if I don't have to I want to wear peacock feathers for my eyeshadow and scarves so there you go um <laughs> but the story is amazing guys watch it watch it watch it watch it go see it now okay that is my suggestion for you on another note, I am excited to announce our first book for the Fictionary Book Game. All right. Um, so we will be reading The Other Black Girl by Zakia Delilah Harris. This book has been on my to-read list for a while now. And since I didn't get suggestions from you guys, tears, tears in my eyes, I don't want to not move forward with this because it's something I really want to do. And I think that you guys will enjoy it as well. We're going to go ahead and kick it off, and I chose the book, so we're going to be doing The Other Black Girl, and what we will do is we have one month to read the book, and then on the October 18th episode, I'll talk about it, so that kind of puts a timeline on me too, like I have to finish reading it so that I can actually talk about it with you guys, and then throughout the month, I'll be posting some questions and prompts to interact with you guys on Instagram. And I don't know, we'll see, maybe some contests, some different things. I want to make this um, as interactive as possible. So make sure to follow Fictionary underscore podcast to keep up. Um, And again, we're on all of the social medias. It's Fictionary underscore podcast. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. I don't know if there's other social media that I should be on. Let me know, guys. Anyway, on that note, we will also be posting new games on the Versus Game app. That's V-E-R-S-U-S-G-A-M-E. Download today if you haven't already so that you can play along. Versus Game is the app that lets you put your knowledge to work for you so you can earn um, big playing this this um, these games. there was a recent overhaul to the app um, so it's more streamlined and it's a lot more user friendly. check it out, f- learn it, and remember follow fictionary underscore podcast. All right guys, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into our stories for this week. I'm going to be sharing. Three original 100-word fiction stories. I'll give you the prompts and the title. Okay, so let's all sit back, relax, and enjoy. first story for today is titled Losers Weepers. The genre is comedy, the action is taking a vacation, and the word is loss. Do you have this in a large? I asked the cashier at the airport gift shop. Nope. The jerk looks me up and down and asks, Are you buying that for someone else? Asshole. I don't dignify this with a response. Instead, I pay the ridiculous sum for the small tracksuit, bedazzled with I love Georgia across the front and an enormous sparkly peach on the rear. Normally, I'd never wear something like this, but the kid in the seat in front of me spilled grape juice all over my cream-colored dress, and my luggage was lost in transit. Because why wouldn't it? This is only my first vacation in five years. I can't wait to see what happens next. The end. Ooh, girl. Ooh. <laughs> you know, that's like a little bit of Murphy's Law. Like, If anything bad can happen, it's gonna happen. It's just like, this is like the vacation from Hades. But I don't know. I foresee some like fun stuff happening in her vacation. That's what I'm predicting for her. Maybe I'll write another story uh, with some of the prompts, continuing her tale to see what happens on this vacation. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into our next story. Our second story for today is titled Crap Shot. The genre is apocalyptic. The action is flushing a toilet. And the word is chalk. I look for the X on the door and sigh. The chalk lines signify this room is Cleared. I move down the hallway, checking until I come to a room that isn't marked. Pressing my ear to the door, I listen and hear the grunts of a walker. Slowly I open the door. I look around cursing that it found its way into a bathroom. There are four stalls and it must be inside one. I hear a grunt and a flush. I sprint to the offending door and kick it open. Sitting there is my partner, Michael, looking sheepish. The end. A. When you gotta go, you gotta go, okay? (laughs) I am not the one that will go when I gotta go, though. I will hold it until I explode. Like, I hope that never has to happen, but I refuse to use public bathrooms you know it's in the case of the apocalypse you gotta use the toilet when you there's a toilet available and i guess michael wasn't playing any games although flushing the toilet when you have these walkers running around doesn't seem like the wisest choice but i mean if he blew it up he blew it up i don't know anyway <laughs> you know no shame no shame everybody poops guys all right we're gonna go ahead and get into our final story for today. Our final story is titled Watcher. The genre is thriller, the action is visiting a theme park, and the word is startled. Startled, I can feel his eyes. It's unwanted touch, and I shiver in disgust. He's here, watching me. I feel exposed in the cage of the Ferris wheel around as my perch rises higher into the sky. I can't see him, but I feel his gaze. The wheel stops to let on more riders. Through the night air, a soft whisper grazes my ears. I'm here, it seems to say. I look straight ahead and see him Holding a gun. Aimed at me. I don't think. I jump. I land on the car below and begin my descent. The end. Yo. (laughs) What would you do? (laughs) Like, this is what... Okay, so I'm going to share with you guys a little piece of information about myself. The movie Snakes on a Plane made me cry. And the reason why it made me cry is because you have no control. You're stuck up in the air. Like, what are you going to do if there's snakes all over the plane? What are you going to do? Hmm? Nothing. You're going to get Here go Samuel L. Jackson on these damn things. and try to get rid of them, but, like, there's really nothing you can do. You're trapped. And that's the way this Ferris wheel made me feel. You just think about it like you're up there and you're just trapped. And then there's this person that wants to kill you across from you. And, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and get shot? Or are you going to try to escape? Well, this character decided to try to escape, and seems like they're making good time. you are getting away. I don't know. Ugh. It just creeps me out. Just the idea of not being... <laughs> I can't handle... That's what, like the ocean, like going on a cruise ship. Like, I would love to, but it also creeps me out. First of all, being out in the great wide expanse like that is creepy as hell. But then also, you're in the middle of nowhere. What are you going to do? I don't like not having options or having limited options or having my options like, ugh. But yeah, Snakes on the Plane made me cry. And if you rewatch it and you think about that, how would you feel if you were on that plane? You might cry too, okay? Don't judge me. <laughs> all right guys that is our last story for today i hope that you guys enjoyed we'll be back next week i will have some updates for you remember uh, follow on social media so that you can keep up with the post that i'm going to be sharing about our book we're reading the other black girl don't hesitate join the fictionary book gang boop, boop, boop. i don't know why i keep doing that sound effect anyway I had a case of the ums today, and I have a case of the poop poop So, there you go, guys. <laughs> Alright, until next time, keep on reading.